0: I put the pack in the trunk, now I'm back in the front and I'm dashing the whip on the road. Yeah. Makes a little baddie, we little, but back there, Chris ain't smashing and I gotta go. Smash. Drippin' like I caught a lead, too much water around me, it makes sense I got too many flows too many on top flow. of the pillar, can't settle for silver. I always deliver like straight to the straight dough. To the dough. Don't pay a label, just pay me Ain't seen no loyalty lately Seem like these niggas switchin' like KD Make my breath in a picture like HD I take over the internet HP (laughs) Can't have this life, you lazy I save others cause nobody save me Can't nobody ever save me Way too icy, I'm slippin' on Freon. But I'm always on lit just like Vion. Running out of these eyes that I feed on. Been put you on cause you ain't put me on. I been on the same grind and had Creed on. On the road to redemption like Theon. I ain't made it until the whole team on. High expectations and I just been proven. it. Feeling some weight in it straight to the booth. With it whipping the van cause it fit the whole crew and they moving I move. This shit is just ludicrous. Brothers in blood and a few in the streets. Few of my brothers, they ball overseas. I got some brothers that's next in the league. You ask them who ballin', they all look at me. I put the pack in the trunk, now I'm back in the front.
1: Welcome to the 5th Quarter, where we strive to give you the real, deliver the facts, so just sit back, you just entered the 5th Quarter. Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of 5th Quarter Sports. I'm your host, Coach Cam here, and I got a very special guest joining me once again. Say what's up to the people, Reggie Red. Hey,
2: how y'all doing? How y'all doing?
1: What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Uh, you know, it's been a, a little while we've been away. Um, been busy, you know, with yourself, hitting the road uh, once the day period was over in June. And uh, myself just, you know, getting into the summer program at the new high school. And I'm coaching that and everything. So it's just been a while that we uh been away and just haven't been able to get anything put down and uh, speak on some things. But... With that being said, the high school football season is officially back underway uh week one is in the books uh we had the preseason and then we had week one it's all in the books so uh let's speak on what was your biggest surprise or takeaway from week one of the high school football season
2: uh I would say it was two mm-hmm. uh my biggest my one of my biggest surprises was um the dominance of lee of Lee high school. Mm-hmm. Um, the first game was against Terry Parker. Um, and I honestly thought that Terry Parker, it was going to be a tight, close game. Okay. Um, um, but from what I'm hearing, Lee pretty much controlled the tempo of the game. Um, yeah. They are pretty dominant in the game. That was my, as far as a overall game-wise. But my surprise as far as individual performances is... um. No other than um um Darnell Rogers, yes, um, sir. You know against the against the Reigns, against the Reigns Vikings. Um, you know it's I mean the kid is just a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um and you know and then like I say you know the starter, the starting running back couldn't go. Yeah. Um and he you know he basically had to step up, and you know it was wet outside. Side. i mean it, it, the conditions weren't ideal it was raining a little bit and uh-huh. i would have to say you know that was one of the best performances i've seen in the in previous couple of years i mean as far as a young kid having to step into some big shoes to feel yeah and i think he pretty much i was proud of him he held his own man he held his own
1: yeah that's a for sure man um definitely with you on the on the donnell rogers thing man um you know, I, I watched the kid uh, last year, and I knew he had some ability to him and talent, of course, uh, but I'd be lying Welcome if I said that he had what he ended up producing, which was, over, what, 250 yards rushing and two touchdowns on, like, 29 carries or whatnot, and uh, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like, yeah. man, I know Unc can do some things, but, man, I mean, he man. really, really impressed me, so that was that was definitely one of my biggest takeaways from week one. I was like, man, I can carry the load like that and, and produce like that against a, a, a you know a decent opponent. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh Reigns isn't definitely. one of those uh teams that, you know, that, that we kinda like, oh man, it's just one of those stat games or whatnot. Uh you know, yeah. for, traditionally you just you know, you tend to earn it, you know, they're gonna make you earn it. They're normally uh well coached and uh definitely Um, pretty good on defense for the most part and uh, they always have some playmakers on offense for sure. So Reigns is a team and they won some state titles so definitely not an opponent that uh, you expect to just roll out there and and run for over 200 yards so that was a heck of a performance for Unk. Uh, Definitely one of my big takeaways and um, like you said, uh, you had two and Unk was probably my biggest one but um, the other one was you know our game um against uh, Pannaavidra Nice playing Parnavedra now this matchup had been going on for uh you know for I can't remember how long you know this back in back in the Tebow days right but they hadn't mm-hmm. beaten Ponavedra in like since two thousand and nine or whatnot it was the last time so um it was wow. a big matchup and and so forth and it meant a lot to the school and the community and the parents of course. And um, I think my biggest surprise wasn't that we won. I expected to win, but I honestly yeah. expected to win by a lot more, you know uh ended, yeah. it ended up being fourteen to seven. I didn't really envision us getting into a, a game in which it was a defensive battle. I didn't really foresee that, so that was kind yeah. of a surprise to me in a manner of I definitely thought that we'd be able to score um a little more points you know against those guys um not you know not because they're a bad team it's just i thought we were that much better you know um, Yo, and, exactly. and, and, and like i said it's week one so sometimes it takes a little bit for things to get rolling um, especially on the offensive side even in the nfl defenses tend to be ahead of the offenses early in the season and then the offenses exactly. kind of catch up later on as the season progresses and they get their rhythm and so forth so that was my biggest exactly. uh you know surprise. And like you said you said lee uh taking care of terry parker that was a 28 to 3 game i believe so um, yeah they definitely took care of business and handled it well so um, i thought terry parker was going to put up a little more um of a fight in that one but uh the league got some some great pieces and um you know and and retooled that offense and defense so uh it was a great uh showing in that first performance so We'll see how it continues to progress as the season goes, but definitely kudos to the program for for putting on and and um, and Terry Parker was a was a decent opponent, I, I believe. So um good job to all those guys, Unc uh, Lee, Riverside High School now, Um and of exactly. course to our niece football as well. I so, didn't
2: ever tell you, man. Congratulations on
1: that win. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. Uh yeah. like I said, we out here working so uh um, oh yeah. Um, yeah um expect expect a lot more to come um and i just i wouldn't be saying that just to say it you know i wouldn't yeah. speak on okay. it if i didn't believe it you know um exactly. so definitely expect some more things coming down down the pipeline there so uh um, and speaking of pipeline man that'll lead me right into the next topic man um top college mm-hmm. recruits and uh um, my question to you is mm-hmm. this is an opinionated question. Why do you think fans get crazy talking about like the top guys talking about their inabilities or failures on the football field? Like we see it with individuals on, you know, social media platforms or whatever it might be, but there seems to be this uh thing about kind of harping on what these young kids didn't do vices how talented they are. So um Why do you, you know, in your opinion, why do you think that you get that from fans, you know, and and so forth, attending the games?
2: Well, because reason being is because, and this is just, you know, my opinion. Of course. Because recruiting has changed. It's just changed so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think. You know, people are more judgmental about recruiting of or, or, or players now mm-hmm. than they were back in the day. Um, but for that fact, mm-hmm. uh, I, give you a per- I give you a perfect example. Um, one day, I pulled up my cousin. My cousin D webb He graduated in two thousand three from Airway High School. Okay. Okay. He was the number three. I mean, number two ranked cornerback in the nation mm. that year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He was a he was a five star recruit. Mm -hmm. but if you go if you this is before the internet really got big we didn't have twitter we didn't have instagram we didn't have all of that stuff to self-promote your child yeah so if you look at his picture on on his on his rivals profile his 247 profile it's a picture of him in his football uniform Mm -hmm. that was because the recruiters actually had to go out in the field and do some legwork. Mm -hmm. but if you if you pull up my son now yeah. Or you pull up any, or you pull up anybody ranked in the top twenty-five or the top fifty in rivals or two four seven. Now, mm. what pictures are you going to come up with? They're camp photos. Yeah. So nowadays, kids are being ranked, and they're being they're getting these stars based off of what they do which t-shirts and shorts, opposed to what they're actually doing on the field. Okay. And the the, the fans are recognizing this. Mm. So. Basically what they so they feel like it's all rigged anyway. Yeah, so if you see a kid If you see a kid that that is ranked a five-star based off of what they did at a camp in shorts and a t-shirt
1: mm-hmm.
2: When you get on that when you get on that field the fans are expecting something superhuman mm-hmm. They're expecting they're expecting you to do something. That's just straight up lights out and mm-hmm. anything anything other than that They figure that is a failure
1: Okay,
2: and I say and I say all of that to say this. Back in the day, it wasn't that much critiquing going on because you were ranked based off of what you did on the field. Anything you did at a camp was a bonus. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you're ranked based off of what you do at camp. Mm-hmm. So half of the half of the time, kids are not ranked based off of what they're doing on Friday nights. Yeah. So you you got a kid that's been averaging a hundred tackles for the last four years. But he's never been to a camp. He may have one star by his name. Then you got a kid that probably has maybe hasn't really done anything on the field, but he camps really well. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's ranked a five-star. Yeah. You see, you see the
1: difference there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll I say this because I think it's some of, uh, you know, some of what you say is part of the equation, of course. But, um, mm-hmm. I, I mean – being a you know coach myself and 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 coaching at those camps and so forth there is a lot of politics that kind of go into some of those guys like you know i won't say it's 247 because i haven't bear witness to that i actually think they've been one of the more um fairly uh, uh unbiased um you know,
2: yeah.
1: evaluating sites as far as recruiting goes. But then there's some others that I, you know, I'm not going to loud them out here on the podcast, but <laughs> nonetheless, I bear witness to them playing kind of favorites and wanting certain guys to do certain things so they can validate their uh, their their evaluation of a guy. So if they got a guy ranked as a five-star, then they sometimes tend to set him up for success. You know, yeah, um, most definitely, and, and I bear witness to that. So that that definitely goes on. But I will say that that what you do on the field is still a part of that whole equation, of course, because I mean, yes, you can elevate your status in uh, from from going to a camp and you know shorts and t shirts type of deal, but um, mm-hmm. a lot of times when it comes to uh, uh, college coaches offering you. Yeah. They, exactly. they do have to go back to some film and, and see some of this stuff that they may see at a or hear about at a camp or whatever the case may be or read in the article, which, again, it's not like they are looking for those guys to tell them what they need to see from a you know player or whatnot. They look at the film and they say, okay, well, I see this, this, and this on film, and a lot of times what people don't understand is they're looking for translatable traits, right? That's yeah. what they're looking for. To see, like, okay, this guy has this, this guy has this, this guy has this. And because he has those tools in his toolbox, I can get this kid into my program and I can make him an elite player at X position. So that's, you know, what the kind of the process that the college coaches are going through. So when it comes to the fans, when they look at these kids on the field, um you know like you were saying about they go to the camps and, and they may elevate their status significantly or whatnot because they were in shorts and t-shirts so there's some of that where people are like ah, this guy might not be what they're saying he's supposed to be but i think the biggest part of it is is there's this big disconnect because you may see a kid that's a five-star player and he's supposed to be going to the university of alabama right and, and, yep. and we know what Alabama represents we know what they stand for we know if they produce and then they think like this kid is supposed to be complete because of that but that's not true. He's a that's he's a he's a projecting he's a projection saying hey this kid has this type of ability and the University of Alabama is interested in getting this kid into their program so they can mold him into being that actual, you know, true superstar type of talent or whatever the case may be. He has those superstar type of traits, but doesn't mean that he's at that point yet. And so sometimes I think fans correlate who or where you're going to school at, and they try to make this connection like, oh, well, this kid is supposed to be this on the football field on Friday nights every night. And that's not exactly true. You might see bits and pieces of this like you know in spurts you might see a kid make an amazing move or an amazing catch or an amazing run or or or, or have a hell of a you know series or whatever or if they are if they're a back on defense and it's just like they have a series where they just kind of controlling things and so forth and so you might see things in spurts but to act as if this kid can't or, or this kid is going to be perfect and, and free from flaws is just the furthest, the furthest thing from the truth, and I think that's what we get a lot of. Um, is is um, you know fans' expectations versus what reality is. Reality is this kid isn't perfect. This kid is a projection to the next level, but the projection to the next level to fans sometimes I think in their mind means this kid is this right now, and that's not. Really, the case in a lot of situations. So, I that's my, you know, personal take on why these things exist from fans where they see a kid and, and like like we're talking about harp on their inabilities or their failures. And it's like, look, this kid ain't a perfect, you know, player. They just uh, he's a he's a highly talented player. It doesn't mean he's, uh, you know, absent of flaws. So that's that's a that's a big thing, you know that I feel is going on and that's where the disconnect is happening is the expectation versus reality. So that's my biggest thing and why I think fans do you know that what, and get though. crazy about it.
2: But you know what though, you know mm-hmm. what, though? And, this, and you said, you said you brought up a good point with the disconnect mm-hmm. and, and I've been trying to figure out the science behind all of this stuff for years, mm-hmm. but the disconnect that i was thinking that it's coming from all of this and like i said when i was talking about the camps and all of that stuff there people don't respect the way it's done now mm-hmm. so therefore therefore they don't you know back in the day if you you know when when actually people had to go out there and actually see a game and stuff like that and the recruiters actually had to go out there and actually see what see in person what they saw because they didn't have all the social media and everything. Mm-hmm. And they had to say, camps, camps weren't all that big back then. Mm-hmm. But because people don't respect it now, they're automatically coming in there looking for flaws. Mm-hmm. Like literally. Because they know in their minds, I guess, you know, I would say, they figure, you know, this, these kids, half these kids haven't earned the rankings that they have. Is just sh- shorts and t-shirt. They're not real dogs for real. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to find. They come into the game automatically, looking to discredit this kid. Like you say, it's a kid. He's not perfect, but in their mind, they're looking at these stars and they can't see past these stars. Yeah, they're seeing this five stars. And at that point, once you once you start getting them stars by your name, you're no longer a kid. In their in their mind, yeah, you're supposed to be this top notch.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Spec- specimen. Yeah. That 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 you can't then that there there then that brings the persona when you become a five star or a four star or you three star or whatever. You drop a pad, you drop a pass, you overrate it. Yeah. You miss a block, you overrate it. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't ru- you don't rush for two hundred yards, you're overrated. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's where I think the problem is and like you say, you brought up a good point it's you know it's a disconnect and they don't understand the fans don't understand that this the colleges are not even looking at the way they're looking at it Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean that's that's true
2: yeah and i think you know at some point hopefully you know with podcasts like this you kind of educate them and like look it, this is this could be further from the truth mm-hmm. you look at these stars and you think that these recruit you think these recruiters are, are looking at these stars and yeah. it's not always about that you know
1: yeah. what i mean yeah most times so, than not it ain't even like that yeah so yeah um, so so that leaves me i mean that's a great segue man into our um you know final topic of the show uh and it's about the recruiting process so the question is what do you think parents need to understand most about the recruiting process? And are there any fears that you can, you know, speak to that, you know, in your words may be calming for a parent who just doesn't really have a great understanding of this process? So, you know, what would you say that they need to understand most about it? And then is there anything that you can kind of say to kind of quell uh, fears that parents may have being that, hey, for the 2023 guys tomorrow, uh, September first is the first day that they can be contacted, you know, by college coaches via telephone and so forth. So it's gonna be a big day for them. So is there anything that you can say about parents understanding that process and you know anything, any words of encouragement for the you know parents who may have some fears about it?
2: Uh, I would say um, what they need to understand most about the recruiting process is patience.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we all want it now. We put all we put a lot of unnecessary stress on ourselves trying to get it done now, mm-hmm. and and just to be honest with you, you know, I just say patience, man. Um, like some kids, everybody process is different. Yeah. Um, um, like I say, I've witnessed it myself. You mm-hmm. know. Um, with, like I say, you know, you 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 get like just like with my son, for example. My mm-hmm. son, for example, he's he's a he's, he's a committed player. Yeah, you know, and you know we we're we're so busy, you know, wanting everything right now and not letting these kids develop, and we're chasing these offers, we're chasing everything. Yeah, that we wind up putting our kids in bad situations, like like mm-hmm. you know like yeah. literally, literally. My son, for example, mm-hmm. you know he has a he had a tight hamstring. Yeah, you know and you know as a parent you say okay you have a scholarship your scholarship is on the line you got Mm -hmm. these colleges looking at you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you need to play right now yeah i had to make a judgment call this this past week and and say hey you know i'm not going to risk you i mean you're just a junior yeah you still have two more years of football to play Mm -hmm. you know why would i sit around there and risk that yeah you know and then you still have two more years to play yeah i'm well i'm kind of like getting off topic but my point yeah. is you know just yeah. Yeah. Patience, patience yeah i would say patience patience patience
1: patience oh yeah i mean I, I think that's great and, and it's great that you that you share that story you know because yeah. uh, uh another parent can hear you know the same thing or, or or be experiencing the same thing and and again hearing it coming from you is is great because they can hear like hey my son experienced this. I understand where you may, may be at mentally and so forth, but I'm urging you to practice patience because at the end patience. of the day, that's what's gonna work out in your favor. You trying to rush your kid back out there and so forth or, or do something just that isn't in their best interest long-term, you know, it's just not worth it. And that's that's pretty much what you're saying. And, um, yeah, and,
2: exactly. and like I said,
1: don't chase, you know, don't chase again. It's hard, and, and, you know, I've been in that situation, you've been in that situation, but it's it's incumbent upon us as parents to not do that and to practice patience throughout this process. So, um, like I said, the biggest thing that uh, I would say is is pretty much in agreement with you. You know, parents need to understand that, hey, be patient. Everything is not going to happen right now. I know... You know, you want to be able to be like, oh, you know, my son, uh, you know, they got an offer from such and such and such and such. That's cool and all, and 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 I get the urgency to wanting to you know, of wanting to be a part of that and to be able to say that because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you, you know, that all the hard work is paying off and you accomplished something. But when that doesn't come right away, don't be discouraged. Don't feel Again. upset. Um and, and and don't put a lot of pressure on the kid per se. And what I mean by that is, you know, you getting on your kid and, and giving them a hard time in the car, you know, on the way home every day after practice because they haven't, you know, gotten to that point yet or, or, or you know, to the point that you believe that they should be at, that that's not gonna expedite anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um it, exactly. it's best to just kinda practice some patience um you know show that support of course um and and there's some times when you got a lot of fire under his ass you know and and, and, and that's all okay but you got to find that balance in that it can't be every single day you know it it just got to be here and there not again oh man i'm just harping on and harping on because again you don't want them to shut down mentally or Whatever the case exactly. may be, because at some point they just might stop listening, and so you want to keep their ear. So in order to keep exactly. their ear, you got to make sure that you you're playing that balancing act and making sure that you um you know that you light a fire on his ass when he need be. But aside from that, support and 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 practice that patience, and and it'll pay off. Like I said, it'll pay off, especially if you've been putting in the work. I do believe exactly. that the work you put in, uh, just the way that the that 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 the, you know the energy in the world works right i mean you're putting yeah. in work and you're busting your tail and you you know and you're trying and doing this and doing that it's just i just feel like at some point in time it ends up working out no matter what Indeed. right Indeed. Uh, it might Indeed. not be the Indeed. exact way that you think but i just feel like at some point it'll all work out so definitely want to um like i said take heed to those words um practice patience in this process um parents you know if you're listening to the podcast and you got a kid and maybe they don't get that, uh, you know, phone call or whatever on September 1st and they're a class of 2023 kid does not mean that they're behind or anything. It's just, it's exactly. a process. Take your time. Um, don't build up that anxiety. Just take your time, you know, do your best to just stay patient throughout this whole process. And uh, you putting in the work, I just believe that the earth you know, the world, that energy that you're putting in, it's going to be reciprocated to you. And so something good has to come out of all of that work, right? So, um, exactly. uh
2: Exactly. not saying that always does,
1: but I feel like it just does.
2: And parents just definitely need to be there to balance their kids' emotions. They already got enough pressure on them. Yep. And as parents, we can't add to that pressure. Yep. Um, and like I said, we all want our kids to be great. Mm-hmm. You know, but we don't want to. Let's not push them to the point to where they're no longer having fun anymore. Yeah, and yeah. um, because like I say, I mean, they only get the experience high school once. Yep. So one like time I say, is it's over. So like, patience and the most important thing is just have fun. Yes sir. Oh,
1: yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely, man. Um, well, Reg, I appreciate it, man. Um, like I said, it's been a while. We had to get another podcast in. Uh, one yep. of our other buddies, he, he went MIA on us, but we're yeah, gonna give him a man. hard time, man. we <laughs> ain't gonna let him off the hook when we get back on for the next one, man. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to give him a hard time in front of the people, man. It's just one yeah, of those man. things, man. We gotta get on his ass. But we uh, do it. yes, sir. So I appreciate it, man. Uh, any other closing remarks before we wrap up the show?
2: Uh, it's going to be a great season, man. It's going to sure. be a great season. And, um, like I say, next podcast, probably dive a little deeper into some other things, man. But, yep. hey, yep. let's do it. Let's yes, do it. sir. Yes,
1: sir. Well, Reg, I appreciate you for showing up, man. Um, Like I said, you ain't got to go home, but it's time to get the hell out of the fifth quarter, man. I appreciate <laughs> it, Reg. And I'll <laughs> no definitely problem, be man. hollering at you soon, man. Until the next time.
2: All right, wait. All right,
1: man. Yes, sir.
0: Put the pack in the trunk, now I'm back in the front and I'm dashing the whip on the road. Yeah. Met this little baddie, we little, but back there, Chris ain't smashing it and I gotta go. Smithing like I caught a lead, too much water around me, it makes sense, I got too many flows. Too many on top cool. of the pillar, can't settle for silver, I always deliver like straight to the straight dough. To the dough.